for me, I'm a pastor, and I deal with real people, people just like you every day, people that have a hurt, or they have something going on, and they're trying to figure out, how do I deal with this? And I always know Jesus has the answer. He has that next step for you. Let's open up the Word today and see what God will say specifically to you. What would you do if you walked into your place of employment where you've been for 15 years and they told you out of the blue, you need to pack your things, your position has been terminated. That's the scenario we're talking about today on Your Next Step. I'm Pastor Doug McCoy. I'm with Pastor Doyle Jackson. This is another interview, Pastor Doyle. Yeah, it is. Brian is a friend and Brian's been a part of the church for I don't know, close to 25 years, uh, about as long as I've been here. And Brian uh, lost his job last year, and yet he never got worried about it. He, it's, it's just amazing, his testimony. But uh, he really leaned in to his relationship with God, and he knew that nothing can harm him because God is in control. And a lot of people right now are in fear of this because of the, the way the economy is. Companies are downsizing. People are being let go. And uh, the company feels like it's not personal, it's our bottom line. Right. But man, I'm telling you what, it feels real personal when you're the one that's uh, asked to pack your things. Well, you look at the the stories of, of the people in the Bible, I, I like to call them the people of faith, or just call the story the faith story. There's yeah. always this part where you hit rock bottom. There's always a part, yeah, Hezekiah, Jehoshaphat, the ar- other armies just attack out of the blue. Esther, somebody gets mad and wants to kill everybody. You know, they, we all hit these rock bottom places, and I, I love Brian as well, and the things he shares here in this interview really going to help you when you hit rock bottom. That's right. So stay tuned and and be a part of this discussion. Would you first tell us a little bit about who you are? Sure. So um, my name is Brian Brown, and I've been at this church for a little over 20 years now, which... You were 10? Yeah, something like that. Doyle and I are pretty close to in, in age. And I have a wonderful wife, uh, Karen. She's sitting here in the second row. And um, we have two wonderful, we call them kids. They're, they're young adults. My daughter's in um, Chicago, and my son is here in, in Columbus. Awesome. And I love being at this church. It's, it's awesome. Well, thank you. So when we talk about being fruitful in season and out, how have you experienced that fruit in your life? How's God worked that out for you? Yeah, so uh, for me, especially this year, was um, very unique in, in terms of I, I had been employed at a company for, for 15 years and put all my heart and soul into it uh, in terms of spreading as much good word about my faith. Yeah. Uh, my boss called me into an office uh, along with an HR manager and indicated to me that my position was eliminated. And... For me, it, was, um, it wasn't traumatic, I wasn't upset, I wasn't angry, I was, I was very peaceful. Yeah. And I was peaceful in that I always had the Bible next to me in my workplace, yeah. and the first thing that I opened up was Psalms 23 before I left to go to the conference room, where I met with my boss, and I knew that God was my rod and my staff, and that, that He would comfort me regardless of the storms, 
And, um, and so, you know, I had to kind of figure out with my wife, I remember coming in and she kind of looked at me as she was working and she's like, you know, I could see on her face, why are you here? You're home early. Yeah. My wife is my rock. Yeah. And, um, you know, I love her and she loves me and we've been married for over 30, 30 years and she knows me. She knows where I am with the Lord and I know where she's at with the Lord. And we prayed as a couple will. And, but she says, you know, you, you got this mm-hmm. and God will have a plan. And I didn't know what that plan was. And so I was telling Karen that, you know, I want to get into ministry. Um, is this, uh, is this that chance? Is this what God wants me to do? And so I had prayed uh, about that. And Karen and I pray every morning together, which is uh, wonderful. I encourage that to couples yeah. uh, to pray together. And, um, and I, I asked God, you know, is, do you want me to get into ministry or, or do you want me to continue down my professional path? And I said, well, you know, I'm going to, I, I, he never really gave me an answer. And then I called you up and you were pretty definitive, which was you ought to be you ought part to come of the work church. for me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. God and, loves you. And I have a plan for your life. That's what I tell people all the time. And, and, and so Karen's like, you know, um, it's really, you know, wherever God wants you to be, that's where you're going to be. And, and so I, I, I continue to pray about it. And what God spoke to me was, why can't you do both? So in this time where you're seeking a new profession, a, a, a next step in your career, mm-hmm. you can also do work in the kingdom. Yeah. And so... Um, I called up Doyle and I said, hey, you know, I want to I do some part-time work. I'll do whatever you need me to do. Um, it, it, it's not a position. I just want to help. Yeah. And so I said, hey, I'm part-time through the week. And I did that for, I don't know, a good five months, yeah. something like that. And um, I think through that, um, there was, a, you get a lot of encouragement because you're around your brothers and sisters in Christ. But I had an opportunity to see behind the scenes of the church next door. Yeah. And I've been fortunate in the leadership positions that I've been here at the church, but to see the church work for the body of Christ, the community, yeah. um, it's a small staff that does a lot of blessed things uh, in this community, in this church. And it's, it's really, it, it really kind of, um, it encouraged me. And I was also encouraged by you and Jennifer and the staff and the way I was treated and you know, I enjoyed it. I could, God kind of revealed to me that, you know, that there is an opportunity in ministry for you. There was a joy that I had mm-hmm. in coming into this church yeah. and doing his work. So let's, let's talk about this directed. So in terms of your life, you got T-boned, all right? You weren't expecting to get hit from the side to, to lose your job. And uh, this, this psalm that we're looking at here, the second point we wanted to make today is, you know, expect God to make you fruitful. Number two is to be directed with God's word. And in, in Psalm 1, it talks about the blessed man, the blessed person. They don't hang out with the ungodly. They, you know, you don't, you don't get entrenched in that, but you choose to lean towards the word of God. And what the scripture says in, in verse 2 and verse 3 here is that if you learn to delight in the word of God, hmm. he will transplant you hmm 
into this place where you're fruitful in season and out. Mm. And to me, so many people uh, miss this. They, they think, well, I'll be okay hanging out with the ungodly. It won't hurt me. And, and what, the, what, what the psalmist says here, no, you start with just running with them and then you find yourself stuck in the mud. You, you, you just, you're not even moving. And, and then you're in, you're in dangerous territory. So how did you go to the Word of God? You know, in what ways, you know, do you feel like God was transplanting you this year, so to speak? And how did, how did it feel? Yeah, I, I have a habit of uh, reading God's Word uh, in, in the morning for, um, for direction, for mm-hmm. what, he, what He has planned for me in, in the day. I, I just took the opportunity that I wasn't working to spend time with my wife, um, with my family, my mother. Uh, my father passed away in, in 2019. My brother passed away a year ago. I, so I, you know, and so I just, I took those opportunities to uh, spend time with my, with my family. But, but God's word helps create the, the comfort that you need, the direction that, that I needed. So I wasn't rushing for a new job. I was actually waiting for God to speak to me about what makes the right sense for me. And so when, when the opportunity came uh, to me in, in another job, I knew, it was, I knew it was right. You know, my wife doesn't allow me to hang around ungodly people. Yeah. So I don't, I don't that, doesn't, that doesn't, you know, but I think there's other things in my life, whether it's the TV or my cell phone that distracts me from God. And I think being transplanted is having a comfort and a joy in God's word. But most importantly, I think it's, it's, it's also in, in following what he says. Yeah. And um, so I, I always look for opportunities when I'm talking to someone. Um, my wife kind of tugs me away sometimes, but I always look for an opportunity to, to speak about, you know, God or Christ. Yeah. And um, so... Well, so I'm going to back up a little bit because I know this about you. I, you know, kind of how we we met was because you were let go from you were on your your rocket ride career several years ago, and you got let go from a company at that time, mm-hmm. and it rocked your world. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what brought you to the church. Mm-hmm. How how does how do these two instances compare? Oh, yeah. In yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've been a Christian for a very long time, certainly. I've, my family went to church, to believers. But I'll tell you, the first time that I was let go, I, I, re, I remember it um, very vividly. I, I was emotionally distraught. I mean, I was, I was yeah. pretty much crushed. I was a very prideful individual. I believed that at the top of the ladder, there would be some kind of benefit in it, some kind of reward and so when I was let go, it was everything that I thought was important was, was gone. They took your dream away. They did. And I didn't, I didn't have a, a closeness with the Lord like I do today. I, don't, I didn't have a, I was just re-energizing my, uh, my beliefs in, in God at that time. And so I was more in disarray than I was uh, today. It, it's, um, I've read the Bible through and through a, a number of times. And 
it's a beautiful love story, but it's such a, it's so relevant in the situations that you, that you're in. And I didn't know that in that first job that I was let go, but I, I, I knew that, um, this last time. And so I think that knowing that having, having the knowledge of God's word and having that, uh, who he is and how he can support me and comfort me in this time of trials, I think, uh, that's the big difference. Yeah. So let's say um, someone is listening right now and they don't know this, but they're going to get let go this year. What would you tell them? What would you give them as the first things they should do? You know, it's such, God is such an important part of my life. And I think having that foundation, if you're a person that is, that maybe doesn't know the Lord, I know you know someone that does. And I think you want to have that conversation with that individual. I think that sometimes we get prideful about, especially men, we get prideful about having a job and having it taken away and feeling a shame associated to it. And I would, I would say that not only having someone that you know that knows the Lord, if you don't, and if you do, then you need to make sure that you, you seek in, in God's Word. We have more resources for you at DoyleJackson.com. We will be right back with more Your Next Step. So, Pastor Doyle, this month we have put together a resource that we believe will bring people closer to God. We want as many people as possible to have it. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Well, I think when we're trying to grow in our faith, there's several things that we need to learn about our relationship with God. And so in any relationship, it's a conversation, Mm -hmm. but we don't know how to have that conversation with God. That's what prayer is. It's just talking to God. And so this free resource, it's called the Acts Method, all right? It's to help you get going in your prayer life. We Sometimes we need to go and we're asking God for stuff, and then other times we just need to be in His presence and talk to Him about how He is the great God. He's a wonderful God. We need to adore Him. It's all in this prayer method, and we want to help you do that to get in the habit of praying and seeking the Lord. That's what it's about. Yeah, we've learned how to make conversation with each other. We may not realize that we've learned it, but we have. We need to learn how to make conversation with God as well. This Acts method, I picked it up early in Bible college, have used it for years and years. It really is a great way to enter into that kind of conversational prayer. Yeah, it'll encourage you because you'll begin to feel like, okay, am I covering all the bases? And we've got all four bases, and uh, you're going to get to home plate in your relationship with God. So go get the Pray First Acts Method uh, today. Yeah, we really want you to have it. It is at doylejackson.com. Give us your email. You will get access to the PDF. For the Pray First Acts Method free resource, go to doylejackson.com. Let's continue with your next step. God waited till the last day of a six-month severance that I had, the last day, and he gave me a job that was 50% less than I was making before. Um, I sought the humble. Mm-hmm. I sought the humbleness, and God gave me the humbleness to do that. But, um, you know, be encouraged. Again, finding a church home is is important i i was talking to a gentleman in early december and he was talking about some of the challenges that he was facing i turned around i said you know you can look around here i said this really is a hospital and he kind of looked at me and i said 
we all have challenges in our life. Yeah. We have a certain sickness, but the only physician that we have is, is God in our life. And when I first joined this company, uh, they, they do announcements and they asked me to write up the announcement. And, and so one of the things, I just wanted to check what the, the kind of faith barometer was in this, yeah. in this company. And so I put at the bottom that, that I'm a Christ follower and I was just seeing if they would strike that, uh, but they didn't. So it went out and then I got a bunch of emails back, you know, indicating that they were really glad that, you know, A, that, that I was coming on board, but also that I was a, a Christ follower. Um, and so that, that's, that's encouraging. I'm, I'm still kind of relatively new to the organization. I don't change my identity. I think one of the things that I've learned is yeah. I don't have a, a work hat. That's right. I have a Christ hat. And so that's where my identity is. And I don't, I don't change that's right. uh, who I am. You're a Christian wherever you go. I am. Let's talk about the establishment. With God's help, you know, you're serving Him in His kingdom. He says, I'm going to build my church in the gates of hell. How's, how has this year impacted you and your, your family life and what's going on there? How, how are you staying established in the midst of this? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, God uh, owns my life and, mm -hmm. and my wife's life and my family's life. And so there's not an area in my life that I shouldn't be giving to God. But, but God's spoken to me that I have to be a better father to my, to my son in particular because of where he's at in his, in his life. Your kids, you don't, kids don't stop needing you just no. because they cross a certain age barrier. That's right. How do you keep all these, these uh, things balanced? Because you're trying to take care of your kids and you haven't, how did they react when they found out you lost your job? They, they've seen it happen yeah. before. And I think, you know, kids know, especially where your faith is, in these times when you're being challenged, their message was, hey, it's not a problem, Dad. You're, you're going to get another opportunity. Yeah. And so it was, it was encouraging yeah. uh, for that. So, you know, building that foundation of faith, I think, is obviously important because life throws you curveballs. I remember you, you, you talked about, uh, you know, your kids supporting you. I remember when my dad had a job and we prayed, we fasted and prayed as a family that it would come as an end, come to an end. And I remember because I was, I was, I was there and I remember my dad talking on the phone to the, to his boss. And he, he said, just fire me. It's okay. You can tell everybody that you fired me. I'm good with that. And I remember as a kid hearing that mm. and, and how that impacted my life, that my dad was okay with this coming to an end and he, his, his reputation wasn't that important to him. You know, he knew, he, he told the man, he said, I just have to do what's right before God. And I'm okay if, if you tell people you fired me, but I think this is time for this to be over, you know? And so the guy said, I fire you. And that, mm. that helped him, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. It's so, in First Peter chapter 2, it, it talks about how you and I, as part of the body of Christ and the church, that we're be, being built together into this, this beautiful temple for God. We're living stones, okay? But sometimes when we have an experience like you had, where we get let go, and we interpret that as that's just the enemy. And everything that's negative in our life, we put in the category of mm. that's evil. How do you sort through that? 
Well, we know that the enemy is a deceiver and a liar. Mm-hmm. And I also know that even through trials that we have, God's hands is on it. I think about, I just finished reading uh, Job. That's an encouraging passage. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it, it, God allowed Satan to do something to his creation yeah. for a purpose. Someone he loved. Someone he loved. Now, I can't say that I fully understand it, but God does. Yeah. And so I think even in the midst of being let go, yeah. God's hand was in that. Yeah. And so I say to Satan, he has no ownership in me. That's right. That I'm a child of God. And so I think recognizing that when you feel the lowest as a believer, Satan is going to try to seep in and tell you a bunch of lies. Yeah. Whether it's about your marriage or your relationship with your kids or, hey, you're not good enough. You know, you challenge the spirit by having the word of God in your heart. Yeah. And and speaking that and knowing that, I think, uh, helps that. But I looked at, I didn't look at it like Satan was the one that created the um, me being let go. Yeah. I, again, I looked at it as saying, okay, well, God wants me somewhere else. Yeah. I, I don't let the job define who I am. Yeah. God's defined who I am. And so I have certain gifts that I have. Yeah. Well, we've talked about it because um, what what we see uh, in, in your and my conversation was that that. God had matured you for this this round of life in a world that's imperfect. And um, I think you did really well this year. I was encouraged, uh, not just because you came and helped me for a while at the church. I, I mean, that's good, and you're <laughs> always welcome, you know. We, we always welcome volunteers around here because we know that it does something in your spirit as much as it does in the body of Christ. And um, there's a cynicism in us that we have to break down. But um, I just, I enjoyed watching you flourish with the staff because you'd sit in staff meeting and you would talk with them. And, you know, I'd, I'd hear, you know, you're taking someone to coffee or uh, someone's doing something with you. And I think, I thought it was great because when the body works together, it actually brings life to us. And um, I've just, I've seen it over and over again, you know, and I know your small group was an important part mm-hmm. of your life mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. You want to say anything about that? How did they show up in this time? If you're not in a small group, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want, I, I, I led a small group for like 15 years and then I took a break longer than I really wanted to. And then I came back, uh, Leonard Johnson on Wednesdays at, uh, 6.30, as uh, I see a couple folks from a small group, Aaron. But, um, you know, you, you always have, especially being around men that can yeah. pray for you, in yeah. that encouraging, um, and being able to, you know, they say iron sharpens iron. I think that gives you, uh, you know, the confidence that, that you need to, to take the step forward. And so... Yeah, I think small groups, it's like, I call it little church. Yeah. You, you, you learn how to praise, you learn how to worship, you learn how to read the Bible, but most importantly, you, you learn how to act out uh, the Bible. Well, you learn, you, at some point, you've got to decide that your Christianity is more than a personal relationship 
that it's a part of being with other people. Mm. And when you're with other people, they see things in the word of God that you don't see. And you're like, oh, wow, I didn't, I wouldn't have gotten that without you. And when other people challenge your faith and, uh, you know, they will say, you know, going to the bar isn't going to solve this problem. And um, you need people like that in your life. But what we do is we constantly avoid it. We keep thinking, I can do it on my own. And it's, it's not only not biblical, it just doesn't work. And so either way you want to look at that. And so, so this is my challenge to you. If you want to have a new year, new you, you have to, number one, you have to believe that God, you have to have faith in God that he's going to make you fruitful. Number two, you need to believe in relationship with God's people. And you have to believe that God's word has the answers for you. And if you lean into that, you're going to find out no matter what happens in this coming year, you're going to find out that God shows up, uh, the good and the bad. He's going to be there in it. You've been listening to Brian's testimony, his story of how the Lord brought him through a unexpected rock bottom to back on solid ground, as Psalm 40 says. Pastor Doyle, yeah. what did you come out of that interview with? Well, what I came out with is that, you know, life is going to throw you some curveballs. And, and sometimes you know how to swing at them, and sometimes you don't. And if we will listen to our brothers and sisters in Christ, they can teach us from their experience. You know, I don't have to learn everything from my own mistakes. I can learn from other people's experience. And, you know, Brian didn't make a mistake in this one. I I was with Brian when he lost another job years and years and years ago, and it shook his world to the point that that's what brought him to Christ. That's that's what's tremendous about his story. And right now, maybe your world is shaking. And what we want you to know is God's not through with you, and, and we're believing for you. And that's why we're here at The Church Next Door. We believe that God has the answers for how you live in the world in which we are in. So we encourage you, you know, go to The Church Next Door's website, you know, download The Church Next Door app. They're, they're both free. They're resources for you to, to be a part of what God is doing right here, and it's it's there. Be a part of the digital church today. Thechurchnextdoor.org is the website, so it's yep. just our name, all, to, all four words, smashed together, .org at the end. That'll get you there. The app is on both Google Play and uh, Apple App Store. We would love for you to connect with us in this way. We'd love to help you through a time of trouble like this. We'd also love you to come back because we have more on the next episode of Your Next Step. Your Next Step with Doyle Jackson is a ministry of The Church Next Door in Columbus, Ohio. Your prayers for us are always valued, but to help keep us on the air, visit doylejackson.com and click Give. That's doylejackson.com. You can also send a check to The Church Next Door. Our address is 5755 Fetter Road, Columbus, Ohio, 43228. Again, that's 5755 F-E-D-E-R Road, Columbus, Ohio, 43228. Please put radio in the memo line. Lastly, if you need prayer or have questions, text us at 888-644-4034. That's 888-644-4034. I'm Pastor Doug. 
And Pastor Doyle and I would love to see you next time for your next step.